Welcome to Spread the Word Now. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of the Lord. The Lord Jesus declares, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. It is my earnest prayer that as you receive the ever-living word, the brokenhearted will be healed, there'll be liberty to the oppressed, recovery of sight to the spiritually blind, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I pray that the words you hear will not be persuasive words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power, so that your faith will not be in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Hello listeners, my name is Ifi and it's such a joy to bring the Word of God to you today. I want to say thank you for tuning in. I also want to say thank you to Pastor Joel, the set man of this ministry, for the opportunity to share. I'll be sharing a message I've entitled, Remember. And as I share today, I pray that the eyes of your understanding be flooded with light to see and hear what God is saying to us in this season. So I've been studying the book of Judges and there we see how God led the Israelites in victory over their enemies time and time again. And in chapter 7, we see Gideon defeating the vast armies of the Midianites. In fact, the Bible records that their number was as numerous as the grains of sand on the seashore. Yet, Gideon, a man greatly helped by God, defeated these great armies with only 300 men. Wow. You know, this is what happens when we let God fight our battles. In fact, prior to this time, we see the many, many miracles the Lord did in the lives of the Israelites as they left Egypt. You know, we see the judgment of the plagues that set them free from slavery in Egypt. We see how God split the Red Sea wide open and the water stood at attention on either side as the children of Israel passed through. But the same waters overwhelmed and drowned all the Egyptians and their chariots. You know, we see God split open the mighty rock and the waters flowed like a river before their eyes when they were thirsty. We see God send manna and send quail to them in the wilderness. God's grace indeed gave them more than enough. The Lord did many mighty miracles in their lives. Yet the Bible records that the children of Israel forgot all that the Lord did for them. And we'll see that in Judges 8, 33 to 34. It says, After Gideon died, the children of Israel turned again to prostitute themselves with the bowels. They made Baalberth their God. And the children of Israel did not remember the Lord their God who had delivered them from the hands of their enemies around them. And they did not keep faith with the family of Jerubabel that is Gideon, for all the good he had done for Israel. How sad. You know, when we forget and dishonor God, we'll also forget and dishonor even our heroes. You know, the Lord highlighted verse 34 to me as I read it, and it says that the children of Israel did not remember the Lord their God, who had delivered them from the hands of their enemies. You know, earlier on, I highlighted some of the miracles the Lord did in the lives of the Israelites. And you will think that after experiencing all these mighty miracles, that the children of Israel will remain in perpetual awe of God. But no, that was not the case. They did not remember the Lord's faithfulness in their lives. They forgot. And as a result, they went after other gods. You know, it's so vital that we are intentional in remembering the Lord's faithfulness in our lives. You know, remembering and thanking God for his goodness in our lives is us acknowledging our dependence on God. And when we fail to do so, we can begin to think that our successes in life are all about us and all And it's all about what we've been able to achieve in our own strength. And, you know, that can turn our hearts away from the Father. 
The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 4, 7, For who makes you different from anyone else? What do you have that you did not receive? And if you did receive it, why do you boast as though you did not? You see, every good thing we can find in ourselves is a gift from God. Our brilliant minds, our intellect, our abilities, our talents, even the health we have, you name it, all are gifts from God for which we should be very thankful for. And failure to acknowledge God and thank Him can actually result in pride. And as the Bible tells us in James 4, 6, God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. So acknowledging his mighty works helps us walk in humility. And you know, just like we saw in the case of the children of Israel, we can also go after all the gods and idols and grieve the heart of the Father when we fail to remember his mighty works in our lives. You know, idols are not limited to graving images alone. Whatever takes the place of God and gets the greatest attention in our lives can become a God on idol. Other gods for us might be our jobs. It might be that, you know, our jobs make us feel important and accepted. And that might be where we find our significance. And so we channel all of our energy and time to it, leaving no time for God. But that should not be the case. Our significance is in God alone. And he is indeed the one that gives us power to get wealth. You know, our families are very important and we should prioritize them. But they can become an idol as well when they become much more important than Father God. You know, our phones, our social media handles can become idols when we place more value on them and the number of likes we have more than on God. It's important that we watch against anything that shifts our focus away from the Lord. The enemy works tirelessly to distract us and ensure that we don't prioritize the Lord in our lives. But it's very dangerous to take our eyes off of Jesus. No wonder the Bible tells us in Hebrews 12, 1 to 2, that as we run the race of life with patience, we must keep our eyes on Jesus. And in verse 2, it says, looking unto Jesus, not unto a man, not unto our jobs or whatever else, but looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. You know, our minds are like magnifying glasses. Whatever we look to and focus our attention on gets magnified. You know, it gets bigger and it will dominate our lives. And whatever we fail to focus on shrinks in importance. So with the very busy lives we live today, we have to be very intentional to keep our minds and our hearts focused on the Lord and His Word. You know, we have the tendency to forget the good things the Lord has done, just like the children of Israel did. And that is why in Psalms 103, verses 1 and 2, it's a Psalm of David and it says, Praise the Lord, my soul, all my inmost being, praise His holy name. Praise the Lord, my soul, and forget not all all his benefits. And he begins to list some of the benefits, you know, the Lord's forgiveness, his healing, his deliverance and favors. In verse one, we can see that David spoke to himself to bless the Lord. There are times that we might not feel like praising the Lord, but we have to be intentional and make the choice that regardless of what the circumstances look like, we will praise the Lord. You know, verse 2 talks about not forgetting all his benefits. The word benefit, you know, is defined as an advantage, a help or an aid. You know, I would like you to even pause right now and think of all his benefits in your life. How has he helped you? How has he, you know, he's healed you? How he delivered you? How he provided? You know, you slept and you woke up this morning. Some didn't. Remember his protection from the beginning of the year up until now. You know, remember the sudden good breaks that came your way. Remember how he protected your children? They went to school, they came home. 
Really, you can chew, you can swallow, you can drink. You know, the, the things we take for granted, but some are not able to do that. You know, I could go on and on because he's such a good father, but I would like you to pause and remember and thank him today. You know, as you remember his goodness and miracles, you can't help but break out in Thanksgiving. So today you might be thinking, oh, I don't really have much to thank him for. You know, my world is stopped, turned upside down, nothing is working. You might be thinking of the challenges you're facing right now that seem hopeless. You know, the bad medical or financial report, the failures you've had, I've come with some words of encouragement and a way out. In Psalm 77, which is a psalm of Asaph, we see him detailing and acknowledging his troubles. And in verse 4 of Psalm 77, he says he could not sleep or even speak because of all his troubles, which may be the reality of some of us today. You know, Asaph was so downcast that he wondered and asked these questions from verse 7, which many of us might be asking today. He wondered, has the Lord rejected me forever? Will he never again be kind to me? He asked if his unfailing love has gone forever. Have his promises permanently failed? And he continues to ask in verse 9, Has God forgotten to be gracious? Has he slammed the door of his compassion? And in verse 10, he says, This is my fate. The Most High has turned his hand against me. You know, Asaph was so convinced, like many of us might feel today, that God is against him. But let's take a look at verse 11. You know, here, Asaph, after the lamentations of his trouble, said, But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. You know, I, I love the but thens in our stories. You know, things might not be going well, but God, He always comes through. He delivers. So verse 11 says, But then I recall all you have done, O Lord. I remember your wonderful deeds of long ago. They are constantly in my thoughts. I cannot stop thinking about your mighty works. You know, in the KJV, that verse 12 says, I will meditate also of all thy works and talk of your doings. Asaph remembered, you know, God's mighty works and said he would meditate on them. You know, meditate is the Hebrew word hagar, and it means to ponder, imagine, mutter, speak, talk. You know, these are the different levels of meditation, which involves our pondering, you know, what we are meditating on. It involves our imagination and then our muttering it our, and then it culminates in our speaking it as we allow what we're meditating on get deep down in our spirit. You know, meditating on the Lord's goodness requires some discipline as we set aside time to recall His mercies, no matter how little or insignificant it may seem. You know, today you might be feeling like Asa felt in Psalm 77. He felt like nothing was working in his life and he wondered if God would ever come through for him. But we see things shift from his lamentations to thanksgiving, when he began to recall and remember the Lord's goodness, he gained another perspective and began to see God for who he really is, the great and mighty one and the caring and loving father. You know, we don't see yourself complaining anymore. He dealt with his discouragement in Psalm 77 as reflected and remembered all the mighty works of God. And in the next Psalm, Psalm 78, he goes into more detail about all the mighty works the Lord you know, did for Israel. You know, what a mighty shift that was for Asaph. And in Psalm 78, we see Asaph encouraging us to tell our children and tell our generations to come of the wonderful works of God. And he tells us why in verse 7. He says, so that they might set their hope in God and not forget the works of God, but keep His commandments. That they might set their hope in God. 
You know, hope is a powerful force. It's an important part of faith and it's something that cannot be seen. It is a confident expectation that we will see the manifestation of what we desire. So remembering the mighty works of God gives us hope for the future. It inspires our confidence in the Lord that if He came through in the past, He will come through again and again. And as we stay in that posture of faith, full of expectation, we will see the Lord do great and mighty things in our lives. I will continue and conclude this message next time where we'll consider some of the benefits of remembering and giving thanks to the King of Kings. And as I end today, I wanna encourage you to set aside time with your journal and your pen to reflect and write down His faithfulness. You might be surprised how many pages you end up writing as the Holy Spirit brings to remembrance all the Lord has done in your life this year. Remember, a grateful heart is a magnet for miracles. As you remember and thank Him, get ready for more benefits in your life. Why? Because you cannot outgive God. As you give Him your thanks and worship Him, you're actually ministering to the Lord and He lavishes us with much more than we give Him. I pray for you today that you'll find joy in the midst of the pain as you reflect on His mighty works in your life. And I pray that as you praise Him, you will see a shift and God moving on your behalf in that situation. Beloved, let's bring pleasure to his heart today as we praise him. Be blessed. You've been listening to a message from Spread the Word Global Ministries Red Deer. If you'd like more information, you can contact us at info at spreadthewordglobalministries.org or info at spreadthewordnow.org or through our website, at www.spreadthewordglobalministries.org. Our phone number is 587-377-7745. Thank you. Bye for now.